Well, hello there and welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, listen to my voice again on The Amazing Seller. Some of you have said, Scott, you sound like you've been in radio before, and I never would have thought that. I never would have thought I I had that. Uh, but uh, a few people had said that, and uh, that's it's kind of a compliment, I guess. So I appreciate that. But no, I've had no uh, training or uh, have ever even wanted to be a DJ or anything. But uh yeah, I guess I could call some tunes here. I could get uh, get a job at the radio station, maybe. No, nah, I don't think so. That's not going to happen. Uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna dive right in today. Uh, what I do want to do, though, is I want to uh, bring up a couple of things that uh, I I just want to mention and make sure that you hear from me personally. Is that you know it's been a super busy week for me uh, in my business, in my Amazon business, and uh, with doing this podcast, and then also doing some uh, interviews, um, some guest appearances on. Uh, uh, you know, some different places, you know, a hangout I just recently did, which was a, an awesome experience. I was able to connect with, I think there was over 175 on, but a 300 and some signed up. So there'll be some uh, replays on that. I think it's been already watched over 500 times, which is awesome. So if you wanted to check that out, uh, you can. I posted it on the blog, uh, and you can go over there and check that out. And the web address for that is theamazingseller.com forward slash hangout one. The reason why I did that is because I plan to have other Hangouts in the future, so I'll just do Hangout 1, Hangout 2, Hangout 3. You kind of get it. Uh, So that's pretty much that. That was a lot of fun. It was over two hours long. It was like a marathon, and uh, it was really, really cool. Um, So really awesome time there. All right, so that's what I wanted to bring up there. The other thing I wanted to do is I just wanted to kind of call out a couple of people that uh, left reviews on iTunes. I really, truly do appreciate that. It means a lot. I'm up over 50 reviews already on that, which is kind of crazy in a two-week uh, you know, time span. And also, I hit the new and noteworthy uh, a few times, but today I just checked before I got on and I was number six in all of business, which is really cool. So I really wanted to just say thanks to everyone that's leaving reviews and feedbacks. And if they haven't done so already, if you could do that for me, that would be awesome. If you're not on iTunes and you're on Stitcher, I don't know if you can leave one on Stitcher or not, but if you can, that'd be cool too. And if not, that's fine too. Just you know, leave me a little comment over on the blog or something, right? Uh, it's just really cool to see uh, you know how this is helping people and how how people are really excited. So I did want to call a couple people out here uh, because it, it just really kind of lifted me when uh, when I uh, read these. And um, the one I'm going to point out here was uh, the headline said, uh, "I got to get out of here." All right, and uh, it was by Triple Crown Triple Three, you know, zero zero three. And it says, basically, I'm literally sitting at my nine to five with my legs bouncing up and down, watching the second hand on the clock tick slower than it ever has. Can't wait to get going to take action. I am the one to two percent. The episode with Slam the Man Slammins was the best so far. And that was episode number seven. So that's the amazing seller. Uh, dot com forward slash seven, and you can uh, listen to that episode. And that was Andy Slammons, which, uh, yeah, was an awesome interview. And I actually just did an interview on uh, one of his private groups that he has, and uh, that was also amazing. Uh, really, really, uh, really was awesome to do that. And Andy, if you're listening, thank you for that. That was really cool. Uh, so I wanted to call out that one there. There's a bunch too, uh, but the one that I wanted to call out here 
was pretty uh, pretty nice. Uh, it said, straightforward, awesome, no BS advice from a regular guy. I love that. It's got me pumped already. Uh, it says, Scott doesn't BS. He is not ASM. He tested and built his own Amazon business. He's not a millionaire, but that's how he's able to relate to everyone who listens. His thoughts are actionable, and a lot of things he says, for me, who attended B-School, confirms my ideas aren't far-fetched. You're silly not to subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, it was written by JQC1983. So whatever um, that means, but uh, whoever that is, thank you. And I uh, just wanted to, again, there's a bunch on here. I could keep going, but I don't want to bore you with these. But I just thought that it's really exciting to hear this, and it really fires me up to continue to uh, to do this show. Uh, and uh, I just love hearing back from, from everyone. Because I literally, I'm sitting here with a cup of coffee. I've got my dog over here, uh, which we're just... We're getting ready to do a podcast, him and I, right? And get the house all to myself here. My home office is all nice and quiet, and here we are. So uh, it's just you and me sitting across from the table, and I'm going to answer a couple questions today. And this episode is going to be a, about product selection. I get a lot of questions about that, and I could probably do 10 more episodes on this topic. Uh, but I'm going to answer these directly, and then I'll also elaborate a little bit on them. So with that all being said, let's just kind of get right to to it and listen to the first question. Hey Scott, do you think you got lucky on your first product? Um, did you pick it because it was a clear winner and did you just do a bunch of research and then even more research and come to the conclusion that that was definitely the product to choose? Uh, and did you have an expert or someone else that's far more experienced uh, verify that that was the correct product, that that's going to be a winner? Because to me, picking the product is by far the hardest part. Everything else seems just like a formula. I can handle everything else. It's that magical first step of picking the product uh, to me as a, as a newbie that I'm having trouble with. And it seems like um, if you don't do that right, then I mean nothing else is, is going to... No matter what else you do, uh, you're still not going to have the sales. So... I think that's where uh, I need to, to learn the most on. I'm just curious what your thoughts are when, on your first product. Okay, so that was a really, really good question. Uh, and it's 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 a really good question because a lot of people think that, and I actually thought that myself before I actually did it. And you know, the real answer here, and actually let me just back up. The, the uh, question was submitted by Gabe. If you are going to start leaving me questions like this on voicemail, which I have a bunch right now, I have just about a dozen people that left voicemails. Try to leave your first name in there too so I can uh, kind of learn how to pronounce it because it's spelled G-A-B-E, so I'm thinking it's Gabe, but uh, you know I've been wrong before and I'll sound foolish, uh, so I want to try to pronounce your name right. But uh, yeah, so I first off, I just want to say thanks for submitting that question, but it's a very good question, and actually there's another question after this that we're going to listen to, uh, and I'm going to dig deeper into the process again. But if you missed that episode where I discussed the entire process that I took to discover a product, and I give you other ideas to brainstorm, uh, your your first product is going to be your hardest product to, to uh, discover. And the reason why is because once you get that product done, right, and you, and you figure it out, and then you start getting sales, you can start understanding that market. You can start understanding the bestseller rank and how it affects your particular market. And what I mean by that is, for example, if, if you're in health and beauty and your BSR is uh, let's say a thousand, and at a thousand, you're selling 50 units. Well, that same BSR in homes and kitchens might be 75, right? Or it might be less. 
So you don't know that really unless you know someone that is in that market that is selling you know, in that category and then they can share that data with you or uh, if you have a product that's selling. And even if the product is selling 10 a day but your rank is 6,000, at least you know that if you get better a better rank than 6,000 or if you're looking at products that are less than 6,000, you know they're probably selling more than 10 a day. Now again, this number is going to change all the time because the more sales volume that comes through a category is going to change the amount of sales that's being generated for that BSR. So you really can't get all hung up too much on the BSR all the time. It's really just a gauge, a thermometer, if you will, that can kind of you know gauge where it is at that particular time. Like for example, Christmas is going to be different than it is maybe in the summer for certain products because you know some things are gift orientated, but you know some of them are all year round. So you know that stuff you're going to learn as you go. But no, I don't feel I did get lucky. Uh, I feel like I just did the right amount of research. Did I learn from doing that? And do I think that the second, third, fourth, and fifth products are going to be thought about a little bit differently? Yes. And I've already talked about that. Where I'm not going to even go as as much of a com, you know a, at a competitive angle meaning i'm not going to worry so much about being even in the top 500 i'm i'm okay if i'm between 500 and maybe 5000 in my particular category now if you're in a category that's really really uh sales driven there's a ton of sales being done there you may find that the sweet spot for you so this way here you don't have a ton of competition could be t- uh, be between like 5 and 10000 and that might still get you 25 30 sales depending on the category so you know, I don't want to go too deep into that right now because uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that after this question about, you know, some of the metrics again. I'm just going to recap them a little bit. But um, I just wanted to answer. I, I didn't have someone that was going to or that that actually looked over my shoulder and said, yeah, that's the one I would go with. I didn't have that. Um, I just kind of did my own research. I had my own gut feeling. And I'll just I'll tell you right now, a lot of people get hung up on the BSR. But the truth is, if you don't track it, uh, you can get caught because a lot of people out there are doing promotions. And when that promotion spikes the BSR for a couple of days, you may be looking at it for that, you know, first, you know, second and third day. And then if you were would have tracked it for seven days or, or 14 days, you would see that spike uh, and then you would know that it was because someone ran a promotion and then the BSR went right down again. Um, so... It's really just about finding the numbers that you're comfortable with, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but just to answer your question, no, I don't feel that I got lucky. Uh, I feel like I I did my research properly, and I took action, and I did it, and the worst case in my mind was I can just sell them for cost, so there really wasn't a total fear in my mind that it wasn't going to work, um, and my second product that I just released, I just released it about a week almost a week and a half now. And right now with the strategies that I've already discussed with the launch process that I've already discussed. And if you've missed that one, you probably want to go back and check that one out. And that one you can find at theamazingseller.com forward slash launch. And that there, I even give a PDF document where you can kind of go through all of the steps. I believe it's seven steps that I go through. Uh, to release that product and promote that product. And right now, uh, for the past three days, I've been over 10 sales per day on that particular product. Now, yes, that product right now is priced less than I'm going to be charging. My profit margin isn't where it is, but right now it's about sales and it's about using the pay-per-click. So I'm a little going off a little bit of, of, of track there, a little off course, but I just want you to know that my second product right now is on track 
to follow the first product. And, and, and again, like I said, it gets easier because I'm staying within a market. And I talked about this on the, uh, the marathon hangout. I got air quotes going again because uh, we went for over two hours just really just hammering out content. And uh, I could do that every day if I, if I had the chance because it's just, it's just in my blood. I just love talking about entrepreneurship and I like talking about this business model right now. Uh, but you know, you can sit there and just ramp this thing up a lot easier once you have a product that's already selling. And on that hangout, you know, they had asked me, you know, a couple other courses out there say to go into different brands. So you're spreading, you know, all of your different source resources out. And then this way here you can pick the winner. I don't believe that. I think you should go into a, one category and dominate that category and then branch out and have, have different products that that same customer can purchase. So that's my spin on that. That's my take. But again, I'm going to I'm going to say this as I said it before. That's my take. That doesn't mean that it's right. It's just working for me and it's what it's I was brought up in this business online, you know, doing information marketing, basically where I create products and and I sell them to people that need this information and that want to learn about certain things. And that's been the process all along. You you know, you sell a low ticket price a product to to kind of get their feet wet and see if it's really what they're going to need. And then if they need additional resources, they can upsell into either higher level programs or more, uh, you know, more resources or tools. And, and then from there, you can take that one customer, turn them into, you know, or take them from, you know, a hundred dollar customer into a thousand dollar customer with the same types of products. And that's why I'm a big believer in that. And I, I'll stay a big believer in that because I, I believe in it. All right. So I hope that answers your question, uh, Gabe. And I really do appreciate you taking the time to leave that question. So with that all being said, let's jump into the next question. And it's going to be similar to this. That's why I wanted to group these together. But I'm going to dig deeper into this and I'm going to give you a resource so you can uh, you can help yourself with this product selection thing, this, this beast of a task. All right. So let's hear the question. Hey, Scott, my name is Tyson. Love the show. I've been listening to all your episodes and recently have been going back through and taking notes uh, while I hope to launch my own private label very soon. One of the episodes, you mentioned that you track a product for seven days to determine its BSR. I'm wondering if there's any software that you know of that historically can look at a product. It's It seems to me that that data must exist Um and if there was a way to compile it, that would save you sort of seven days of tracking because you could just analyze the data uh, in a matter of minutes. Didn't know if you knew of anything that existed uh, or if any of your listeners do, but that would be wonderful. Thank you so much for the show. I truly do appreciate it. It has taken a lot of the fear out of jumping into um, private label with FBA. Thank you. Wow, what another great question, right? And Tyson, thank you so much for submitting that. And you know what? You got some good audio there. I don't know what you're using for a mic, but that sounds really clean. I like it. All right. Um, yeah, so there is some tools out there. I'm going to give everyone a free resource. And it's funny because I, you know, a lot of times, and my, my wife always says this to me as well, you know, you just take for granted that you you think everyone knows about these resources or you think everyone knows you know, about, you know, product selection and creation, but there's these little things that you just take for granted that you know that now I just do automatically. And same thing with like tools. Like I just would have thought that most everyone knows about this next tool that I'm going to tell you about, which is totally free. And the name of it is camelcamelcamel.com. 
Now, I'll leave this in the show notes. This is going to be episode number 11, which I should have announced at the beginning of the show, but it's going to be episode number 11, so it's going to be theamazingseller.com forward slash 11, all right? And you can uh, you can see all the, the links that I'll, I'll include in the show notes for this. But yeah, it's camelcamelcamel.com, and it's a totally free tool. And what it does, which is it's amazing that it's free, is you can basically just take your your ASIN number or the SKU, uh, and you can plug that in there. And then what happens with that now is it's going to give you data, like you said historically, it's going to give you data way way back. I think it even goes up to like two, maybe maybe a year and a half, two years, maybe even longer. I don't know. I usually don't need to go that long. Um, I'd like to see in the past 12 months or the past 90 days. Um, but what it'll do is it'll give you the BSR. It'll give you the price. It'll also show you the price, which is pretty amazing because it, it'll show you that the price maybe started at you know $9.95 and then maybe they raised it to, I don't know, $13.95 and then they let that go for a month and then they dropped it back down to $11.95 and then you can also compare the bestseller rank to that because now it's going to say, okay, on August 19th, it was 11.95. What was the BSR on August 19th? And then you can see what it's done to the BSR. Uh, so really, really powerful tool. The other cool thing that it does is you can you sign up for a free account, I believe, and it'll have your email address there. And then you can you can say that if you if it has a price reduction or a price increase, it'll notify you. So then now you've got these competitors in there that you want to track, and then it'll send you a notification even a month from now and says, you know, and it'll say, uh, you know, product A uh, has dropped in price by $2 or a dollar, and then you can kind of look at that and see why. Maybe their BSR was starting to drop, uh, you know, or maybe they raised the price because they were running out of inventory and you didn't know it, and you're going to see what that does to the BSR. Uh, So really, really powerful tool. I think that's going to help you a lot. A lot of people, not just uh, not just you, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a tool that I would uh, look into using, uh, especially in the research stage. Um, I don't use it as much right now, unless I am, you know, kind of doing like that first part of research just to kind of get an idea. Uh, but I like to also do it current, so I still would do the seven days current, even though this is kind of a, a good bird's eye view that you can get without having to wait that long. So that's pretty much the tool that I would use. Again, that's camelcamelcamel.com. I have no idea why they decided to name it that. It's kind of weird. But uh, maybe if someone knows, maybe they can tell me and I could report back on that because it's very interesting. Uh, But yeah, I know, you know, the product selection, the product, uh, you know, figuring out what product you're going to sell is probably one of the harder things to do. But I just want to, I want to state this again uh, on record here to, you know, in saying that it's hard, but if you really just kind of start to focus in on a niche and then from there on the market, okay, and do that research, you're going to also want to look at the ones that aren't so obvious. Uh, you know, I know, and I've, I've been showing some people personally, you know, friends, family and stuff, and, you know, they ask the same thing. Well, how do you know what product? I mean, that's that's the first question, right? And, you know, so many people just want to look at the bestseller list and then just say, okay, pick one. I'm going to pick that one. That's not what I do. You know, I try to drill down deeper, especially if you're just starting. So you might want to pick two, maybe three markets that you want to research and then start seeing if there's a lot of products in there that you could potentially offer. Because if you're limiting yourself to only being able to offer three products, to me, you're, you're just, 
you know, you're you're capping what you can do by offering different products, okay, within that. So me personally, I like to drill down deep into categories. And then I, the other question I get a lot of times is, okay, Scott, well, how do you find ones that aren't in the top 100? You know, and it's very simple. I go to maybe the first list of 100 just to kind of get those ideas, right? Right now, and again, I want to back up. It's so much easier for me now because I'm already in the category. I'm already in my my market and I'm already starting to sell products within this product line. So now it's just like, okay, what could I sell that the person bought this product would also want to buy? All right. And I can think about it like that and it makes it a lot easier cuz now I want to I want a product that's going to complement the second, the third, the fourth, and and so on. Because then they can cross-promote each other, and that's really what we want to do here. So it's so much easier, and I can't stress that enough. Once you get past the first hurdle of, of you know picking your product and your brand and the market that you're going to go after, it becomes easier as long as the market has enough products in there to cross-promote each other. So I'm going to say that one more time. I personally, if I'm advising you, which I I kind of am, uh, if I'm sitting there across the table from you and you're like, Scott, I, I want you to tell me, you know, what do I do here? How do I go about, you know, getting a brand started or a market? And, and should I go ahead and, and go into, you know, kitchens and bath? And then should I go into health and beauty? And then should I go into, uh, you know, supplements? And the answer is no, pick one. And then from there, pick a product that will sell within that market, but also you could sell four, five, six different products in that same line, okay? So that's really your mindset going into this, and that would set yourself up for being easier once you get going. Because like I said, right now, you're going to say like, well, Scott, you know, uh, what if the BSR is is uh, 2000 and it's in health and beauty, I have no idea. I can't personally tell you that, okay? Because number one, it's changing all the time. But also, I don't have products in that market. So the BSR in that market is totally different than the BSR in kitchens and homes. It's they're, they're two different markets with you know uh, two different amounts of sales traffic running through it. So it, it's different. So you know when some people would say only pick something that's you know within the top 500. Well, you might pick something that's in the top 3,000 in another market that's got a ton of traffic, and you may still be able to hit your 40, 50 sales a day, you know, or more. You know, so don't limit yourself to that. Uh, but you know, do a little bit of research to figure out again what markets. And I mean, just use your head a little bit too. You know, a little bit of common sense. You know, some of these you know random markets or categories. You know that you know they're not really uh, popular. Like think about yourself. Like what's popular? You know, most of the time, right? You know, like what what are people always into? Right? It's usually lifestyle. You know, type stuff. Uh, you know. It, health and beauty. I mean, I'm not saying going into that market, but I'm just saying like that, right? Like that's always uh, pretty popular. Um, you know, so look at the obvious ones and then just drill down into one of those categories, not at the top surface, at the third, fourth, fifth surface, you know, drill down into subcategories and then into a subcategory. And then that way there, you can find a product that potentially not a lot of people are going after. And then this way here, you can set yourself up for 
you know, greater success and uh, not having to compete with a ton of people that are on trying to, you know, get that, that first 100 spot of all of health and beauty or whatever, you know, so just an example. All right. So that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. I wanted to include a couple of uh, real questions here from you guys because I do appreciate it. I have more. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to handle these so I can do a show, but then, you know, answer them, but then also have, uh, you know, content that's going to support them um, and also make it so it's long enough for a show. Some of them are, you know, easier to answer. So I might group them and we can do it that way. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to turn this into like an Ask Pat, you know, like uh, Pat Flynn has. As of right now, I continue to just keep this podcast going uh, and, uh, and trying to incorporate the two. Uh, so, you know, maybe your feedback on this would be good as well. Maybe if you have some thoughts on that, you know, maybe if I just answer one or two questions at the end of a show, um, every show, you can kind of look forward to that and, uh, and maybe we can do it that way. So, you know, of course I want to make this the best podcast out there and uh, with your help, I think we can do that. And, uh, if you just give me your suggestions, you know, that would be awesome. You can do that just by heading over to the amazing uh, and over there, there's a, you can contact me uh, and just let me know, or you can email me as well. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much going to wrap it up. I, I wanted to say, though, thank you so much for leaving all these questions, all the comments, uh, the feedbacks, the reviews. Again, if you haven't left one on iTunes yet, if you would do that, I would so appreciate that. You would be even more awesome than you already are. And, uh, uh, you know, it would just be great to, to hear some of your comments, your feedback, and it would help me rank higher, just like in Amazon over in iTunes. Because that's where a lot of the traffic is. And, uh, you know, this thing is just, it's getting bigger and bigger, which is awesome because we're going to be able to reach out to more people. I've had so many people contact me already that want to be on the show. But I got to be honest with you, there's a lot of them that I've just basically turned away because a lot of them have, you know, a reason. They want to get on here and try to sell you something. And I'm not about that. Uh, I want to bring value to the show and I don't want to dilute it with people just on here trying to pitch their products. That's not going to happen. So uh, just want to let you know that I'm always going to be thinking of you first um, with this show because I know how I would feel for that. All right. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Uh, last thing, if you didn't download um, the email swipe copy from episode number 10, uh, I did include that in those show notes over there. So, uh, and you can download that if you go over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 10, and uh, that will be there all about the uh, feedback and the review systems that I put in place to increase both of those. And uh, you can go check that out. It's fairly new. I just posted it. And then the other one is the launch process. I did that one as well. Another little mini report there for you that uh, you can go. It's like a little checklist. And that one is, uh, I believe that one is, let me look at my notes here so that way I can uh, I can tell you which one it is. Uh, that one there, uh, just go to this one, theamazingseller.com forward slash launch. And I'll leave these in the show notes to this one here, which is going to be episode number 11. So it's theamazingseller.com forward slash 11. And uh, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Once again, thank you so much. I really do appreciate all of the questions, uh, all of the comments. You guys are awesome, and I really appreciate it. So get out there so you can be the next amazing seller. All right? So take care. Talk to you later. 